You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for the show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Villalock. During this podcast series, we will talk with folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Peter Matthews. Peter is the president of Lightscape Electric in Boulder County, Colorado. Peter has been active with IEC for years, including serving on committees, the board of directors, and the board of trustees of his local chapter, IEC Rocky Mountain. He's attended several national events and has been a strong leader in Merit Shop for decades. Peter, looking forward to our conversation, and I'd like to officially welcome you to IEC National Podcast, The Electrical Current. Well, thank you, Spencer. I'm happy to be on. It's a pleasure to talk to you again. It's been a while since we've caught up. It has been. It's been too long. It's been too long. Um, and, and, you know, we, uh, in full disclosure, yeah, we, we, uh, you served on the, the, the um, board of directors, which actually hired me in originally to IEC back in 2010. Um, That's correct. Yeah. So, so if anybody has any complaints, just send them over <laughs> to care of, of Peter Matthews. <laughs> no, but but yeah, it's it's been it's been a, a long road together, and, and yeah, look forward to, to chatting with you today and sharing a little bit more about um, yeah your personal story and professional story with uh, with others in the IEC network. Well, I appreciate it. I you know I I, I would have, be happy to share what uh, what I can. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Well, let's let's start uh, a little bit about um, you know just where you grew up and and um, and uh, I think yeah you grew up in the Midwest I know and I think uh, Illinois and just yeah share a little bit about that and, and some of your family history and things of that nature. Okay, um, I grew up yes I did grow up in the Midwest central part of Illinois a small town called Jacksonville mm-hmm. um, and uh, it was a great uh, great hometown a good place to call a hometown. And, um, but, um, I grew up, uh, you know, with a, a brother and two sisters older than mm-hmm. I am, I was the youngest of the four. And, um, uh, my dad who, um, uh, was a manager at the local, uh, chemical, uh, plant, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. was, um, one of the people that kind of just got me, um, Interested in working with my hands. I, I kind yeah. of always like to. I always like to do stuff, build stuff, take things apart, put things back together. Um, and that, my dad, that's, although that's the hardest part, though, isn't it? Putting yeah, putting back it back together. together <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get kind of left with extra parts. You're like, what? Where did this go? <laughs> yeah, I remember nah, this just, one. Yeah, nah, just put them put them in a baggie somewhere. It'll be yeah. <laughs> but um, he wasn't he wasn't a trained, skilled uh, craftsman by uh-huh. any means. But he yeah. he never shied away from a project. We did all our own. You know, we did all the own, our own maintenance on the house. We painted the house every, you know, five or six years or whatever. We, yeah. we, we redid the roof. We built fences. We, you know, whatever the case may be, my dad has never shy to kind of take on a project, and, and he always uh-huh. en- enlisted my help whether I liked it or not. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, we, uh, I enjoyed that. And then um, I, I also had a lot of family friends in the – in the construction industry uh, growing up. And so uh, in the summer, sometimes between high school, I would um, help uh, a, a carpenter friend uh, do stuff. And, uh, huh. you know, so I just got interested in, in the trades. I got interested in work with my hands. I like to be able to kind of stand back at the end of a day and 
see some accomplishment, something that I built or put together or mm-hmm. created, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, and so it it just uh, kind of um, there was a great hometown. Like I mean, there was a lot yeah. of a lot of opportunities, a lot of encouraging people there, and and yeah. uh, so it was good to kind of grow up in that in that Midwest yeah. Uh, yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. How how many people do you think uh, there were in uh, in Jacksonville? Uh, it, it's it's shrunk a little bit. I mean, when I grew up there, it was about twenty two thousand, and okay. now it's down to about nineteen. So unfortunately, wow. that's the thing. I mean, the population yeah. has been leaving. Um, yeah, we had a few, you know, a few uh, industries that left. Um, mm-hmm. We actually were one of the Capitol Records had a plant there. They used to make all the oh, vinyl really? there. Yeah, wow. and so wow. they they closed up, and then there was a couple of food processing plants that closed up, and yeah, it's now now I think the biggest industry one of them is a, they have a big prison. Uh, there's a, two colleges there, so the colleges employ a lot of people, um, yeah. and then there's still the uh, what actually my father worked at Mobile Chemical, and they made the hefty uh, plastic bags, huh. and so he was a manager there, one of the. Uh, managers at that plant and uh, they still they're still not uh, they still make plastic bags but they're not mobile chemical anymore they're bought out by somebody else and now oh interesting a different a different plant but i actually spent a couple of summers there working at mobile chemical working the assembly lines uh yeah and and quickly realized assembly line work wasn't for me i yeah i just couldn't deal with like repetitious kind of the repetition one one right after another okay put the bags in the box Put yep. the bags in the box. Put the bags in the box. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Do you ever wake up in a cold sweat uh, putting the bag putting the bags I, in the box? I, I did. I had those. Yeah. I had those nightmares. I would be like just piles of bags just falling on top of me. Like you know. Yeah. I had those. I had those night sweats. Those those nightmares. Wow. But well. But it was yeah. It was, it was foundational, fundamental experience and, and yeah. growing up. Yeah. Midwest yeah. and yeah. You got kind of got a strong work ethic and yeah and yeah your, sure. your father you know managing the plant and helped to then you know give you an interest and gain that satisfaction of, of working with your hands and, and the, the be able to then stand back from a project whether it be you know uh, yeah painting or or yeah. or you know engineering something uh and, and putting it together and and yeah be able to be rewarded from that experience so and That's I didn't great. know I didn't know at the time that I this would be end up being a career as an electrical contractor yeah. but um, I, uh, it, it, you know, I, I look back now and I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of, it does kind of make sense that this is yeah. where I ended up, but I did a couple of years of college and I floundered uh-huh. a little bit and, yeah. and, uh, you know, enjoyed, enjoyed life and, and then kind of fell into an electrician as a, I, I saw it as a potential career, but I didn't yeah. necessarily see, see myself as a business owner. Yeah, I just saw yeah. it as a good opportunity where I could advance quickly. I could um, uh, earn a good living. I could take that that skill set that I would learn anywhere mm-hmm. in the country. And I I, yeah. I started the the trade essentially down in Florida. So that's where I started okay. doing wow. my electrical career. Was when I moved to Florida. I was 19 and mm-hmm. and um, and again had a couple years of college, but just wasn't sure where I was going or what I was doing. But yeah. you know, I found this. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it at the end of the day. Um, looking at something I had accomplished, and I and I yeah. I learned quickly. I moved. I advanced through the company very fast, and uh, mm-hmm. so it was just a good. It was a good fit for me at the time. It was. It just very kind cool. of serendipitously uh, worked out. Yeah, yeah, 
<laughs> now, yeah. So, so you said, yeah. In hindsight, looking back, you can kind of see how the 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 pins started stacking up for you to lead you into this uh, this industry. Yeah. Um, describe that a little bit to me. Yeah. You know, like, what what do you think? Yeah. How did you find yourself there in Florida, like electing to get into the industry? Yeah. You didn't have, you know, your 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 father or mother wasn't in in the electrical trade, and right. You know, what? Well, yeah. Share share a little bit about some of the influences. How how you saw that come into play? Yeah. Well, when I I moved down to Florida, I was, like I said, 19. Um, my sister had moved down there like okay. uh, maybe six months earlier with her yeah. husband. And they invited me to come down and stay with them. They said I, you know, could stay with them as long as I wanted, and I could, you know, look for work and stuff. So I decided, you know, I'm going to take this as a, I'm going to take a chance on this. And I went down there, and um, I, I was, you know, working at grocery stores and you know various odd jobs. I was actually helping out some other people. But two things that still stick out in my mind that um, led me to this career is one, one thing I did when I went down there, I was walking around a, a job site that was nearby and I, I I came across the crew that was sitting down having lunch and um hmm. I came, I walked in, I said, Hey, I'm uh, looking for work. I, I just wanna know if you know you have anything I can yeah. do labor work or whatever. And uh, it was a drywall crew. And the okay. guy old older guy sitting there having his lunch, he looked up at me, he said, Kid, don't get into drywall. Huh. And I said, oh, so I guess that means I don't have a job. And okay, you know, right. he's like, he just that literally, that was it was that succinct. He just said, yeah, don't get into drywall. Yeah, I'm like, okay, wow, uh, thanks, wow, thanks for the opportunity. And I, I walked out. And I was, <laughs> wow, I, I went wow. on my way, and and then yeah. uh, so I'm looking at the one ads, and there's all kinds of different. Uh, uh, at the yeah. time, this was like 1987. I moved down there, and and there was yeah. all kinds of work, and and lots of things to do. Um, and I was looking at the opportunities and I was looking at, you know, ads for electricians apprentice and I was looking at ads for Domino's pizza delivery guy. And I'm like, yeah. Domino's pizza hmm. delivery guy doesn't seem like it goes anywhere. Right. Uh, right. And to pardon the pun, but right. Just, right. Right. You know, it, it uh, <laughs> just goes it in circles like, around town. <laughs> it just goes in circles. Yeah. But, uh, I, it, it just seemed like that, huh. you know, a, a career, uh, a skill, um, made a whole lot more sense. I mean, I, you know, started yeah. out at a low pay. I think I was making five bucks an hour to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, the company promised me raises every third, every, every three months, you know, like with uh -huh. a review, at, at least a review every three right. months and I could possibly earn a raise. Yeah. And, um, so I said, you know, this, this makes sense to me. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go apply for this. So I went and applied yeah. for this one company and it was, uh, it was a good family operation. It was, Five brothers, which was wow. at times a little bit uh, ridiculous, <laughs> like the politics going on between the five brothers. The, the family uh, politics? Yeah, yeah the family <laughs> politics. Uh, it got a little ridiculous, but it was a good company yeah. to work for. I, I was lucky enough to be paired with a good journeyman yeah. who took me under his wing, um, taught me a lot, and I worked for him for basically a year and a half solid. And yep. the company, again, saw the potential in me, and I – was put on to leading my own project after a year and a half. No kidding. Wow. So um, I had I had a multifamily condo project that they gave me, and they said here. And I had guys working underneath that were twice my age, yeah. but I could get yeah. the I could get the job done. I mean, I could yep. I could manage the project and talk to the customers and the contractors and deal with you know the logistics of what needed to happen every day. And and yeah. uh, so it it was it was just a good 
it's a good first experience. I mean, I'm sure a lot of a lot of people, you know, get in the trade and they they get yelled at and they get, you know, picked yeah. on and whatever. And I had a little bit of that, of course. Um, but it was, it was just a good overall first experience. And I'm sure that, you know, um, a lot of people who get that opportunity thrive, yeah. you know, yeah, and, and, and do well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's great. And yeah. So that, that's an interesting piece of the, yeah, that serendipitously <laughs> you, the the guy saying you don't want to get into drywall, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and but but then yeah you 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 were still driven and and you know you're looking for a, a direction you're looking for, I want to kind of underscore a piece too that I think you're talking about too is the delineation between a job and a career path, which yeah. are I, I think we we confuse those two things together more often than not but but there's a clear distinction um, between a job which is more really temporary based and mm-hmm. for lack of a better term um which we do in our career pathway of of being in the electrical industry work on jobs right <laughs> that that have a mm-hmm. start and a finish but sure. but um but i think that you know we we sometimes confuse that when when we're young people or or we're even advising young people to look at their future um that uh that we're not we're not guiding them as as appropriately back to career opportunities and and Fortunately, yeah, you you were able to then yeah continue on and learn some of these passions and build towards, you know, getting uh, getting aligned with an electrical contractor and had a, a strong favorable experience, which has then helped to set out uh, the last couple of decades of of your own life of of success. And you've you've started your own company, you know, since then you moved moved to Colorado. So yeah, bring us a little bit up up to speed from what so what happened from from that experience in Florida and and how'd you get to Colorado and how'd you start your own business and all that. Well, I I, uh, I worked in Florida for 11 years. I uh, uh-huh. worked from, or not 11, sorry, seven years. I was there seven. from okay. 80, 87 to 94. I moved to Colorado in 94. And um, uh, I, I worked for pretty much the same company for most of that time. That's the company I started with, I stayed with them for about um, five, five and a half years. Okay. And then I worked for two other companies for a brief period of time before um, I decided to move to Colorado. Mm-hmm. And um, I, when I moved to Colorado, I, I ended up in Boulder. Found uh, found I really liked Boulder a lot, and um, I started working for a company here. Um, and again, probably my second best um, opportunity I ever could have got was working mm-hmm. for the company when I moved to Colorado. Because again, the the one of the owners of the company was a really intelligent. Um, super experienced electrician had done a lot, put his hands on a lot of different things hmm. and really, really kind of opened my eyes to the, the vast um, kind of space that you have as an electrician. You kind of have a lot of area to move as an electrician. And, um, but he was running this small company and I was his first employee, him and his partner actually were running the company and I was their first mm-hmm. employee here in Boulder hmm. And, um, but he was just a good mentor. Like he just taught me, um, a good way to, to be, you know, to practice business, to do electrical work, to be a good person, you know, just kind of in general, just a good kind of coach that I, I, I I gained a lot of knowledge and and insight Mm -hmm. from. So again, a second really good person to mentor me into this trade. And, um, so after um, five years with him and, and his partner, Je- uh, Bruce, um, um, Jack, my, my boss, um, I told him, I was, you know, I was thinking about starting my own thing. And, and he just 
he basically just patted me on the back. He said, you know, you should do it. You you, huh. you have, you know, you have all the skill set. You, you, right. you know how to do it. And he, he, he just, you know, I mean, he couldn't have been more gracious about it. I mean, That's we, terrific. we, uh, we had a good relationship. And, um, so I started my own business. I had made a few contacts in the five years that I was out here. Obviously at the time, this was 1999 uh, now. And, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. the, and the economy was booming. Construction was booming. Oh yeah. Um, things were going well. So it wasn't long before, and you know, there was, there's always this kind of, you know, intrepidation about going out and doing your own thing and can I you know can I make enough money I mean honestly it was it was it was a no-brainer like I just I really didn't have to um uh put in marketing or effort to you know kind of build my name I I just you you made a few contacts those contacts turned into 10 contacts and then 10 turned into 20 and 25 and then boom it just was rolling before I know it I'm hiring my first employee and I'm hiring my second employee and you know and I just kept on rolling down the road from that point it was um and again it's a it's certainly a good area um work is abundant um but you just have to be good you have to be uh, conscientious you have to return phone calls you have to you know follow (laughs) through with what you promise you're going to do even yeah. if it means, you know, biting the bullet and like maybe losing a little bit once in a while, you, you know, in the long run, it all works out in the end. And yeah. and I think that's, you know, been my left lesson as, as a business owner is that, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, um, suck it up sometimes, but in the long run, it'll yeah. be, you know, you know, success will follow. And pays, pays in dividends. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, yeah, it is. It's, it's a great life lesson and a great business lesson that, that, um, yeah. And, and, and you know, that, that, it's it does but it doesn't it's not without uh the stress and you know the, the sure. worry at times sure. because yeah i mean you're and especially a business you know where you're you have employees and you're supporting their livelihoods and and there are things that happen that that are beyond your control with you know economic drivers and and um when uh you can't you can't uh, go out in the in the lawn and throw some seeds down to sprout new projects sometimes too so yeah. there there's yeah. uh you know that piece in there but um, but yeah, having a level head and humility through it all, and and just making the best decisions that you possibly can, are the are the ways to be able to then gain that success. It sounds like yeah, has been your yeah. path. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, to try not to, um, you know, to try not to reinvent the wheel. I just try and you know um, go with what's in front of me and and make the best decision based on the information I have. And yeah, and then you know, if, if I sometimes I hit a wall, okay, well, let me see if I can go around the wall, you know, I mean, yeah. don't keep trying to beat the wall down, right. you know, go, go, go around the wall. If the wall presents right. itself, you just go around it or, you know, figure out mm-hmm. a way. But uh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's been a really good, it's been a really good uh, choice for me in my life to, yeah. to be yeah. in this career, to be in this profession. And actually going back to what you said earlier about, a, you mm-hmm. know, people not seeing this as a career. And I, I want to bring up, you know, again, just yeah. being being a profession. It's it's you're a professional in in this yeah, trade. I mean, absolutely. you're, you know, a lot of people don't look at it that way. Like this, you know, they see professional as meaning like, um, you know, suit and tie kind of thing. Well, no, you're right. still a professional. You're a professional electrician. And you know, this is your profession. Yeah. This is your career. And 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 be a professional. Act like yeah. a professional. Walk yeah. like a professional. Talk like a professional. People will yeah. respect you if you respect yourself and respect what you do and, and show them right. that you deserve respect and and, and you deserve the respect of a professional. 
Amen. Amen. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that, well, and it, and it starts with that self-empowerment piece and looking at ourselves that way within the industry, right? It, it's, it, we need to own that part of yeah. it. We need to own that, that we're a, a highly regulated uh, industry, which, which, you know, we have, we have the, a new, you know, NEC code that comes out every couple of years, every three years, you know, that yeah. we have to, we're, we're rigorously trained. We're rigorously challenged. Um, we have to have a, a tremendous amount of aptitude for, um, for not only the skills that, of, of the applications that we're doing on job sites, but but also all the intellectual pieces of knowing that code, knowing mm-hmm. the, the jurisdictions that we're working in, um, the challenges of, of the you know, high level math uh, and and, uh, and everything that we deal with within you know, the, the district projects too. But but yeah, to to own that piece. Um, to realize, yeah, that, that we are, we're, the, we're at the utmost of our game. We are highly professional within the trade, yeah. and and we need to, yeah, we need to to really communicate that better, you know, yeah, from I, from inside out, you know. Yeah, I try and instill that on my employees too. I mean, I try and yeah. let them yeah. know that, uh, you know, I talk about it a lot with, you know, you've chosen this career or you've mm-hmm. you're, you're a professional. Act like a professional. When someone yep. when someone comes to you and they say, here, I want you to install this. Be professional enough to to tell them, no, I can't do that. It violates my code, or right. or professional enough to know that it just won't work. What you want me to do, uh, it, you know, it won't. It won't work. work. Like, right. This right. this this dimmer won't control that light. You know that right. it just. You know, I know you bought this at the hardware store, but it's right. the wrong one. <laughs> you know, yep. I'm sorry. Yep. You know, but but again, you you have to. You know, sometimes you have to be that. Um, you have yeah. to just again uh, stand up and say, you know, this is this is not right. I can't do this. This not violates my NEC code. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that that yeah, stand stand behind your ethics and knowledge to be able to exactly. like, communicate that. Because, yeah, otherwise, if you if you don't and you know it on the inside, then it, it's yeah, it's not good for anybody because it's not going to work out to any accord if you're just trying to make a customer happy for a particular reason. You know, right. Right. It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, and and so I, and I want to hit too. Like, yeah, I mean, you your your um, your approach in your business. And I mean, one, yeah, I heard heard you talking a lot about your your mentors and your you know the journeyman and and the the people that you worked for when you know when you moved to Colorado too. And they were very supportive of of a lot of the, the merit shop philosophy, right? Of of mm-hmm. uh, you know being able to to espouse and uh, the the opportunities that were granted within this industry to choose your own adventure to rise up and and um, choose a variety of of pathways that you can take um, once you have the fundamental skills of, of becoming an electrician um, and and it sounds too in the 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 tone and, and the words that you use and then just knowing you throughout the years Peter that that's also your um, your approach to your employees within your company at Lightscape um, yeah. is is you 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 know promote growth and I know that you've even had you know some of your your key staff members have have spun off and started their own thing if if memory serves me correctly yeah I've I've had at least probably four or five of my former employees yeah. start their own company right yeah. right yeah and and you you help put them through IEC training school and you help you know and they they contributed yeah. to your company and your own growth and and yeah. then they but then they also end up being competitors at some point too and and um and I think you you've approached it from yeah that law of of abundance uh yeah. that that you know that that uh and, and being able to do the right thing and and promote 
um, and and uh, and the merit shot piece of, of that's yeah that what you put into your career you will get out in spades, and yeah. um, it's just yeah it's 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 refreshing and and so rewarding I think um, to be able to see that that interpersonal growth within yeah the people that you've you've uh, helped to, to to grow within your company and you've affected their lives personally and professionally in so many different ways as as those that have affected you also. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, yeah, ultimately, I want to, as much as anything, I want to put out um, the highest quality electricians that I possibly can. If I can help someone um, uh, further their career and be uh, not only a good person, but a high quality electrician, then that's at the end of the day, for me, the most rewarding thing is I know I've, I've done everything I can to help this individual explore his potential. Mm-hmm. And get get to the place where it makes him happy, and and uh, um, and that makes me happy. And and yeah, the employees who have left and, and started their own company, just as my former boss Jack did to me, I patted him on the back, and you know said, hey, I think you can do this. You should go out and you should go out and give this a try. Yeah. And um, and I don't see it as competition. Yes, sometimes we may we may bid on the same projects, but I don't see it as competition. I see it as I've put out a good quality electrician that will then further um, the um, the mindset, hopefully, of their customers that exactly. a good electrician, you know, is worth that worth that money. A good electrician is is re- you can depend on them, you can rely on them, and right. they will, you know, again further that that uh, mindset that the skilled trade again has value. You know, this Absolutely. This, this career has value. Absolutely. So that's the way I look at it. Like this, the value that. that we receive from that is is um is worth the effort to to again to you know to to encourage yeah. your employees to to be the best that they can be absolutely absolutely yeah. yep couldn't agree more couldn't agree more um well where do you see things going the next couple of years uh, within the industry and and um you know i mean we've had just tremendous amount of technology changes that have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it really have affected our lives uh, in so many different ways. Energy efficiency piece, renewable energy piece, um, yeah, different, yeah, different, different, uh, yeah, much. You know, it's it's the integration of of some of the IT world and and mm-hmm. some of the technology we have at our fingerprints uh, or our fingertips has really integrated into the trade. Um, what yeah, what what excites you about you know the future? Well, I think, you know, again, we, uh, as a company, we mostly do um, custom homes. Um, so mm-hmm. we do, a, we work hand in hand with customers um, and contractors uh, on residential projects typically. Um, so uh, with that, there's a lot of new stuff, you know, on the market all the time, all kinds yeah. of new uh, lighting and, and controls. And uh, as you mentioned, like IT kind of data and, and Wi-Fi devices and Bluetooth devices and, um, RF devices. Um, so there's there's all kinds of innovation all the time. I mean, we're yeah. I mean, there's some new products, you know, on the supply house counter nearly every week, and um, mm-hmm. or I'm seeing it in a trade magazine or something like that. So there's you know there's a lot of innovation, and I think that's exciting because I I like again as a company I like to encourage my guys to to not shy away from the technology, not shy away from the the innovative ideas. You know, come up. Think you know. Think of new ways of doing things. You know, try and try and be creative. Use this use this platform that you've got here as a way of kind of expressing yourself and being creative in in the world. 
and 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 be again be that professional be to be that um know what that customer wants uh, before they mm-hmm. even know they want it you know what i mean and, right, and right. and help them help them decide like what they need for their house or what they can use to kind of simplify their life or make their their evening uh better or their morning better you know yeah. so um it's one of those things where we're always trying to to experiment and and try that new device out that new uh, product out so i'm excited about that i'm excited again i think uh as far as colorado goes i think the economy is still booming here um i see it maybe leveling off here in the in the near future uh, mm-hmm. but i don't see it dropping i mean i think maybe the growth that we've been seeing might tend to slow down but i don't think it's going to drop and i think uh there's again i kind of go back to it all the time but this this job this career it can't yeah. be outsourced it can't be yep. you know you can't talk to someone uh, you know over the phone in india about how to fix your you know your dead outlets in your house you know right, you, right. you have to call an electrician so you know and with everything uh, you know in, everything we have in our lives today either plugs in or charges. I mean, there's nothing yep. we don't touch you know, on a daily basis that doesn't that true? plug into right. a wall outlet or charge right. Right. a battery. Right. So it all, huh. you know, we kind of, you know, it's kind of redundant, but we have job security. You know, like there's, yep. there's, there's no outsourcing this. There's no way that people can do without their their conveniences in life anymore yeah. um you know we, we we that's the thing as a society or as a uh, you know human human nature once we've been given this convenience like we never want to lose it like you know when right. you've been given the convenience of air conditioning like you i, I can't stand not having air conditioning yeah know? no i want to go back to be sweating and uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. and yeah. Wear wool constantly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, refrigerators, you know, like I like my food, yeah. you know, kept cold, you know. Right. So, um I think that I think that uh, you know, it's it's exciting in that sense that this there just can't be there's no endpoint. There's no unless yeah. you know, there's no endpoint. I mean life will always revolve around these conveniences in life and the electricity is always gonna be needed and and I think that, um, you know, innovation is out there. People are coming up with new ideas all the time, and it's great yeah. to, to see that and, and, and be part of that. And and I think the younger kids that come to work for me, um, you know, besides the fact that they, again, I think what I'm, I'm seeing out of the younger kids that come to my company is that they are excited about working with their hands. They are excited about yep. this kind of, uh, standing back at the end of the day and looking at something you just accomplished and, and knowing yeah. that, you know, you, you built something or you put something together. And, Absolutely. and that's something that, you know, a lot of careers or a lot of, uh, you know, uh, things that pe- young people are getting into today, you might not see results for a year or more, you know, right. or, or the, you know, the results may never come. Like you may, right. you know, I know a lot of people work on like, you know, you know, kind of the high tech industry and they may work on a project for a full year and then it just gets squashed, you know, like the funding goes away and now the project's over and you're like, okay, let's move on to the next thing. We didn't get to finish that, but you know, so, you know, again, I think that that's, you know, one of the things I think these, the younger generation that's coming to work for me is that they, they're excited about that opportunity. And then they also have that technical mindset. They, they, they've been growing up with this technology. So to them, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, it's no, it's not a surprise that that everything can be controlled by RF or Bluetooth or whatever. You know, yeah. they're, they're just, it's just like intuitive to them. 
Right, right. They're 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 technology natives. Where we're yeah. more technology, we've we've immigrated into this, if you will, and yep. this, this change. And and so we yeah you know, we've got a little different perspective on things. And and um, but that's that's cool because yeah I think I think you're right. I mean yeah the the, the, the technology and staying ahead of the technology it's it's a challenge because there's so much that's coming online. But that's that's part of what makes it thrilling and exciting. And there's never a dull moment um, in in the electrical industry. Um, it's, yeah, it's constantly changing and constantly evolving and constantly fresh. Yeah, and, and you know, like we're again in my in my little niche in Colorado is, you know, we're in a different job site. We might be on a job site for a week or two, and then we're on another mm-hmm. job site, or we might be on ten different job sites in a day. You know, I might yeah. do ten service calls in one day, and and um, so again, it's you, you know, I, I don't feel stagnant in any way ever. Yeah. You know, I mean, I yeah. feel like I don't feel like I'm in a rut ever. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like um, you know every day it's every day it's different. Every day it's changing. Mm-hmm. I'm meeting new people. I'm I'm learning right. new things. You know I don't feel like I've ever stopped learning. And this this yeah. that's the one thing about this trade is it's it's taught me something new every single day. You know yeah. whether it's yeah. whether it's necessarily electrically re, uh, you know related yeah. to electrician or if it's just in you know in general like construction or you yeah. know technology or whatever. I mean I learned something that I didn't know the day before. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Well, cool, 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 cool. And, and so uh, what do you do in your off time for fun? Anything uh, anything exciting? Um, well, we, uh, yeah, we, you know, we like to, we, we love the, the environment that Colorado affords, uh, yeah. the winter sports, um, loves hitting the slopes and snowboarding and the mm-hmm. winter time. And, uh, you know, pretty much I can mountain bike, um, you know, almost all year round depending on uh, trail conditions but you know generally we're in an area where uh, mountain biking is good year round and uh we do a lot of traveling my wife and i love to travel so we we uh take uh, vacations uh in in the country and out of the country we love to go abroad too so um we're we've been doing a lot of that and um and yeah so it's just uh it's just in general a um, you know, the lifestyle of being an electrician, having my own business, it's, it's afforded me the, the opportunities to, uh, travel and, and to have, you know, good leisure, um, activities, you know, good, good activities Absolutely. outside of work. And then I'm, I'm fulfilled by that. I'm fulfilled by, um, getting out and doing things and, and, yeah. and being, being, you know, another thing I love about being an electrician too, is just, you know, you're always part of the environment, you know, typically. Yeah. You know, you're not right. stuck in an office building with air conditioning and, and windows mm-hmm. that you can't see out of. I mean, you're yeah. part of the environment. You know when it's windy. You know when it's raining. Yep. That's you right. You know when it's cold. <laughs> you know, and and I like that. I like being yeah. I like being you know part of the environment. And, and yeah. uh, so as well as what I'm doing it at work, I'm doing it in my off time. I'm I'm out That's in right. the environment. I don't typically just sit around and and uh, do do nothing. You know, I like to yeah. be out and. Enjoying, engaged. enjoying yeah. the weather, enjoying life, engaged right. in in the activities of family, awesome. etc. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, well, Pete, I I want to thank you for sharing um, some of your story today. Um, it, it's refreshing and and um, so inspiring in so many ways. So thank you, sir. I, I do appreciate it. It's been it's been great talking to you, and and I uh, I think you know um, this you know this is a good again back to the same same thing it's a good it's a good industry it's a good um career 
And I think the more people we can get to kind of see that, I'm encouraged by some of the activity I've seen nationally about, you know, skilled trades and bringing Absolutely. that back as a, as a, you know, a life choice for people. Um, I think, you know, 40 years ago, it used to be one of the top choices and for some reason yep. it's fallen off. And now I yep. think if we can get to... people to realize that this is uh you know, this is a good choice in life to, to have right. a trade and, and learn right. a skill. Yeah. It's a, it's a top shelf career as well. It, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Well, good. Well, thanks again, Pete, and, and thanks to all of our listeners out there. This has been another installment of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out at ieci.org, and if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, jump over to myelectriccareer.com. That's myelectriccareer.com to learn more and start on the path to achieve your dreams. <laughs>